0: What is up, my dudes and ladies, but especially America's dudes? I'm Nick Houseman, your guide to the 21st century, and we're gonna read a couple art lengthy opinion pieces I found on the web here, and it has to do with really the um, the sad state of affairs that America and really the world is in because of, due to corruption, the economy, the Bidens, the Democrats, the rhinos, the uh, the criminal syndicate that's really taken over the world and that we're finding out about. The good news is we are finding out about it. I'm always, you know, a booster on this channel, whether you're watching on Rumble, Odyssey, or on podcast. But um, we we got we got to deal, we got to address some of the problems that, that are afflicting young men in America and really America in general. So this the first article I'm going to read is called "The Simp The Simpocalypse Is Upon Us" from Bombthrower.com. Found this on uh, on Zero Hedge's website. Young men are in a bad way. We're gonna we're gonna look at some solutions, though. A lot of it's economic. A lot of it is, you know, about over testosterone. A lot of it is over, you know, our you know men's relationships with women. So if you find this content valuable, please like, share, and subscribe it. And you can go to my website, NateHausman.net. I've got articles from all over the web, not just my videos and podcasts, although I, I upload them too. Yesterday I had one about barbenheimer and cbdc's and fed now which you know is going is getting pretty popular on rumble so i've got a list of resources on here and i'll and i've got links to them all of them in the description of this program one of those that i want you to uh, take advantage of is nordvpn it's very important to uh, protect your online privacy there are you know corporations big tech government hackers cyber criminals actually i I better turn this on right now because it says not connected to nordvpn just gonna click on one of the uh servers is to look up your personal information. And a VPN is a way to uh, keep that protected. You know, I know you're all law-abiding citizens, but if the powers that be want to get you, they'll find something. They'll find something unless you're protected. You know, Joseph Stalin's chief of secret police once said, bring me the man and I'll find it to crime. So you can protect your um, online privacy with NordVPN. And you can also access content from countries that may not be available to um the united states from like if you want to access exclusive that's kind of exclusive to the uk or russia or south africa or japan you can you can connect to a server in one of those countries and access that content and uh there's all sorts of you know benefits to that so go ahead and click on the link to nordvpn it's an affiliate link, so you'll be supporting the channel and you'll be supporting yourself. You know, it's, it's a good, I don't, I don't, you know, promote business products and services just to make money. I I choose these services because I really feel they'll benefit you guys. So let's get started here. We're going to read these, we're going to read these articles and I'm going to have some thoughts. And I just need to get rid of this pop-up. The Simpocalypse is, is Upon Us by... Mike Dr. Doom Hobart. For decades, fathers, uncles, brothers, and sons sat idly by as men were publicly insulted and berated without providing refutation or challenge. Yet we all bear the burden in these unfortunate outcomes, in our willful complacency, weakness, and fragility have festered, and society has since progressed further with rot. Every battle that we choose not to fight is a battle left for our children to be forced with to, to be forced to toil with. We have set our children up for a most troublesome conflict with the self, society, and the soul of America. We have run aground into the shores of simp culture. Before we continue, it would best that we, it'd be best that we define what this term simp and the culture entails. A simp refers to one who expresses undue or excessive affection, sympathy, and attention towards one that does not reciprocate these feelings. The explicit focus on the undue aspect of this relationship. The receivers of this behavior do not provide actions or evidence that would justify such admiration. For this discussion, I'm not speaking about on the men that are purchasing OnlyFans subscriptions. I'm also commenting on the general public's approach to celebrities, politicians, influencers, and public figures. People seem to have become so disgustingly obsessed with the lives of their favorite pedestalized humans that they hang on to their every word, take their words as gospel without challenge, effectively outsourcing critical thinking, and thought in general, to those who have been propped up to a higher perceived status than their own. And a lot of those high status people don't deserve their status. Just look at Fauci, just look at any of the politicians in the Beltway. As if the numbers of followers or likes and one accumulates is representation of their intelligence or work performed. While this may be true for some, I can experience engaging with influentials of comparable stature on forums, such as Twitter spaces, that many of these individuals are just putting forth are putting forth just as much or as little effort and thought as you or I. And a definition of simp from looks like Wikipedia. Simp is an internet slang term describing someone who shows excessive sympathy and attention toward another person, typically someone who does not reciprocate the same feelings, in pursuit of affection or a sexual relationship. So what we just went over. Society the world over demands better from all of us. Your children deserve better. In order to achieve this, we must correct this abomination that is simp culture. We are in the midst of a simp-demic. So it seems that we are putting, we're here worshiping people when we ought to be worshiping God. You always hear about, you might have heard of the concept of moral absolutism. That's That's not saying that, you know, your opinion or your religion must be followed absolutely. It's saying that, it's suggesting that, there must be a source of pure, one hundred percent good. That's the standard by which all the things in the world and the universe are measured. And for Christians, the, and in those in the uh, Judaic you know, traditions, that is the God revealed in the Bible. You know, God, the Creator of heaven and earth, the Son who saved you know the world through His sacrifice on the cross, and the Holy Spirit. Who empowers us and works through us to make the world better? You know, if if you don't have a sense of perfect good, such as God in your in your life, then you're going to be a moral relativist, and you're going to latch on and intuitively, instinctively worship anyone who uh, puts on airs, is arrogant, tries to uh, impress you with whatever flashy object or symbolism they can come up with. Back to the article here. We're in the midst of a sim- symptomic. In order to do so, we must fix the imbalances in the development of our youth. Here in America, this cannot be accomplished while we have an average number of jobs per household greater than two, ideally with that number being close to 1.5, let, let alone lower. We need the nuclear family to return back to an attainable reality for the average citizen. Today, it is not. Without the availability of time, parents cannot provide the proper guidance necessary to teach the lessons that produce effective, well-rounded members of society. Without the availability of savings as strategy, as a strategy, the average parent cannot work towards building meaningful generational wealth. Otherwise, they have to sacrifice. uh, Two. I don't know what they mean here. Two twenty over scraps to save their purchasing power and assets on the stock market, where the nest egg is at risk to human fallibility. incompetence, which require further investing of time and effort in order to understand where they're putting their hard-earned capital, assets they're already radically short in. The only other option is to pay for an individual to manage their funds, which increases the likelihood of unfortunate outcomes due to human incompetence, while these managers still pocket their fees. It's a lose-lose for the average American family. In order to correct the swelling of simp culture, we have to empower and embolden the individual. individual needs to be capable of standing on their own, both the single individual as well as each individual family. Through the lens of genuine freedom and individual sovereignty, we can bring back the value and strength back to the nuclear family structure. And we we can return the proper child-rearing practices and raising effective members of society rather than those that's about the latest headline and that has been pushed by the mainstream media. Just think about it. How many of us are just so busy... And stressed out, trying to make a living, trying to pay our our mortgage or our rent or our insurance or whatever, that we don't have time to um, really look at the issues of the day or to look at or to examine, you know, what the so-called leaders are doing or have a cognitive, you know, genuine conversation about vaccines or the medical industry or Corporations or the people that we work, for, the organization that we work for. So much of that is tied to fiat currency and inflation, and not having assets that you know you can rely on. I think that's what this author is going to get toward get at towards the end. We can return to proper child rearing practices and raising effective members of society, rather than those that's about the latest headline that has been pushed by the mainstream media, producing citizens that are hard thinking, hard working, and capable of checking authority is how we maintain a true America. The government was never intended to be the arbiter of truth. This land was founded on the principle that the people will be a check and balance on the governmental body, just like the government body is structured to be checks and balances on each of the three branches that make up said governing body. What is the most effective way to produce a populace with such capacity? Or perhaps most effective is it correct here? Perhaps I mean what is a very effective tact that we can rely on currently that is actionable today. What allows for the individual to be capable of standing their ground, for a family to withstand social pressures, for an individual individual to work towards changing their destiny through hard work and tenacity? That That allows the elementary teacher, the doctor, the nurse, the plumber, or the soldier to be capable of standing up for what they believe in without a daunting fear of their standard of living going into the shredder. I believe that Bitcoin provides an avenue that alleviates some of these fears. And then he goes, the author goes into the pitch about Bitcoin, which I think is very important. Bitcoin, when custodyed properly, is outside the nefarious clause of a financial system that is dictated by the Black Rocks and J.P. Morgans that can provide a paradigm shift in our most cherished citizens, those that lie outside of the unproductive class or the 1%. Saving a small amount of excess into an asset that can avoid seizure when the seed phrase is securely stored and is uncensorable. Allows for an accumulation of strategy that can effectively not be stopped. Saving a small amount of excess in an asset that is still very much in the early stages of its understanding, let alone its adoption, provides an avenue for wealth generation tantamount to early investment opportunities previously only made available to participants that held an accredited status, where one had to already boast a net worth in the range of six to seven figures before being deemed safe enough to invest. While we're witnessing the likes of BlackRock and banks having done the work to provide investment vehicles to allow their customers the access to investing in financial products and enable exposure to the price discovery of an asset, not out of desire by these entities, neither, nay, by the demand of their customers, all while the energy industry has been learning their very own lesson with regards to wildly synergistic relationship that Bitcoin mining provides both incentivization and energy generation beyond that a societal demand. A relationship that's never existed for our species before that has been economical, while also providing a positive for the environment as well as via greenhouse gas reduction strategies in the ways of flare gas mitigation on oil production operations. I don't know if that last sentence was heard very well. A relationship that the author has personally witnessed firsthand while working on the Bakken Bakken Basin, Pissed that flare mitigation that allows for American producers to also pump more oil in the regular markets like North Dakota and Colorado. So, in conclusion, America is sick. Sick with simps, sick with confusion. She needs a healthy dose of quality American stubbornness. That stubbornness cannot be allowed to stand without catching a breath. That breath has been prov- provided via money because money provides opportunity opportunity to chase our dreams or stand our ground for what we believe is right, just, and what is moral. In the information age, money that cannot flow as freely as the information itself effectively prevents the propagation of freedom and incentivizes tyranny. Give yourself a foundation to stand upon so that we can tear down these pillars of simp culture, take a stand, and simply say, no, I cannot comply. Is there a more American thing one can do? Resist the simps, build families, question authority, work out, eat meat, own guns, Say what you believe, and say with your say with your, with your chest. Freedoms that cannot be that can be enabled by money of individual sovereignty and freedom, aka Bitcoin. So this is all good. I mean, so much of the tyranny that we live under that we're finding out about. You might say, oh, the Jesuits are behind it, or the Freemasons, or the Illuminati. Whoever is really behind this they use money to control us. One of my p- p- favorite videos I've ever done, which was about a year and a half ago, explains how there's actually more debt in the world than money. There's more debt in US dollars than there is actual US dollars. We are on a we're on a hamster wheel of debt. And that's expressly forbidden in the Bible. God, you know, actually laid down laws in in the uh, Torah, the first five books of the Bible, saying that Charging interest on a loan is forbidden. If you charge, if you loan money, in hoping to, uh, you know, that actually keeps people in slavery, and God and the prophets railed against people who did that. So, inflation is in effect is you know goes part and parcel with debt, and it's part and parcel with fiat currency. So we need to go back to sound money. Gold is a, is a form of sound money. So is silver. And so is Bitcoin. Because there's only so much Bitcoin that's going to be generated by the miners. You know, there's no single person, organization, or government that can control Bitcoin. Because it runs on devices all around the world. It's decentralized. So it's politically neutral. Anyone can use it. Anyone can buy and invest in it. You know, if you don't consider it money... You can consider it an asset to a secure, preserve your wealth in. So that leads us to um two other resources that I have for you, affiliate links. One is a very beginner-friendly platform for buying and investing in cryptocurrency, and that is Uphold. Uphold is kind of what I use to uh get um used to buying Bitcoin. And you can also buy stocks and metals. Like uh, gold, silver, platinum, you can also invest in other currencies and do a little dabble in forex trading. Yeah, you know, Uphold makes everything very you know user friendly and yeah you know, easy easy to um understand. So um one of the one of the things you can buy on Uphold is a type of cryptocurrency called a stable coin. These are these are coins like uh, Tether, USDC. They um each unit of Tether is equal to one. You know, U.S. dollar. So stable coins are very popular in some of the more advanced cryptocurrency exchanges, which I'll get to in a little bit here. And you can use them to... to, It's usually the preferred currency for investing and trading rather than actual national currency. So you can buy, you know, Tether on a pole and then transfer it to another exchange without the big fees and such and when you're ready to um go further now one of those more advanced exchanges that I'm very fond of and that I'm actually having a lot of success with is bitget the the great thing about bitget is you know the last article kind of criticized money managers but there are there's a function called copy trading on bitget which allows you to if you're not if you're not confident in your trading strategy whether you whether you can buy low or sell high with the right you know consistency you can follow the trades of someone else i've seen traders on here making 7000 to 8000 over 8000% 8, return on investment so i haven't completely replaced my income with bitget yet in the copy trading but i'm getting close so between this and doing my freelance work like testing software and driving Uber, I'm doing okay. So this is a great opportunity for you to um grow your wealth passively while working at you know working at stability on your day job or your freelance business, and get ahead and get a foothold and take back your freedom from the system. So there's a, there's an affiliate link in the description. There's also an affiliate link to a, a, a similar cryptocurrency exchange called BitFi, which is also very good. I was highlighting Bitcoin Bitco right now, but go ahead and take advantage of that. And let's read this other article. This is from a week ago on American Thinker. The author is Molly Slag. It says, uh, America's degradation is no accident. Do you remember the 1966 film The Sand Pebbles? In the closing scene, Sailor Jake Holman, played by Steve McQueen, is killed by two rifle shots fired by soldiers during the National, the Chinese Nationalist Northern Expedition. The two shots are a few seconds apart. After seeing the shock of the first bullet, the disoriented and moribund Holman orders, What happened? Then, realizing his life is rapidly ebbing away, he shouts to the universe, What the hell happened? With these words comes the crack of the second shot. Many of us are asking the same question as the full panoply of woke hoaxes comes more and more to dominate our life what happened in a single word the answer to the question what happened is hijacked the government we inherited from the american founders has been hijacked and turned against us george washington characterized america as an experiment in order to liberty the experiment promotes liberty but liberty requires law and order every society has a criminal element supplying the order sufficient to suppress this criminal element calls forth the police power of the state. To fulfill its purpose, this police power must be considerable. Washington accurately described the power when he stated, Government is not reason, it is not eloquence, it is force. Like fire, it is a dangerous servant and a fearful master. Mindful of this reality, the American founders created a governmental form that they believed would yield the maximum political liberty, consistent with sufficient law and order to render a free state sustainable. This further illuminates the meaning John Adams intended in his well-known Morals Dictum. To wit, our Constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the government of any other. In contemplating this dictum, bear in mind that, for the American state, the people are the governors as well as the governed. It is people who administer the government. People are policy. Hence, the police power of the state must not be allowed to fall into the hands of of people who are enemies of the republic. However, that is exactly what has happened to the US today today, the USA today. The state, along with its police power, has been hijacked by enemies of the republic. Today we have an enormous cloud of enemies of the, of the republic, including the US federal government, about half the state governments, major corporations like Disney, Target, Budweiser, Ben and Jerry, Hollywood, Maybelline, BlackRock, etc. etc. Public education, the United Nations, and the World Economic Forum enter Alia, all pushing onto the U.S. population the full delusion of the woke hoaxes from global warming to transgenderism. This cloud of enemies of the Republic employs the police power of the state to repress the political liberty of the citizens rather than protect the citizens from the criminals. What has hastened the situation is that the church is no longer bulwark for liberty. Indeed, it often operates as an enemy of the Republic. Joseph Farah has remarked, more and more, It's a lawless time in America. It's as if the people have never heard of God's Ten Commandments. Writing an American thinker, Richard uh, Chiero pointed out that churches themselves have turned away from the Judeo-Christian values and principles, and how right they are. Consider how, week after week, we hear from the pulpit that Christians are not under law and that salvation is a function of mere belief, not moral conduct, notwithstanding the express revelation in Psalm 15 that salvation requires holiness. So I haven't been to church since the uh, lockdowns and you know I'm a Methodist I've been a United Methodist my whole life and the way Methodist churches work is we cycle through our ministers every 10 to 15 years you know our pre- the previous minister of the church I belong to he was wonderful uh Pastor John Luke he he's been transferred to another church somewhere else in the state and he's probably doing great things there you know he He kind of, he made the Bible make sense for me when I joined. He, um, we learned about the importance of the Holy Spirit. You know, there are laws in the Bible. There are rules that we must keep, but it's impossible for us to keep them unless we are guided and empowered by God's Spirit. You know, a little bit later, I'm going to talk about the book of Judges and how God's Spirit empowered certain individuals. Individuals among the Israelites to um, fight off Israel's enemies, including you know, Samson was one of those heroes. But the takeaway is, people in any country, they lose their way, they lose their um, connection with God, and they you know, without God's you know grace and His kingdom. The, the kingdom of God mindset that direct, to direct us, we're going to go, we're going to, we're going to twist in the wind and we're going to be vulnerable to the enemies of Liberty. So going back to the article here, consequently, as one of the George Bushes so eloquently put it, we are in deep doo-doo, doo That was initially only, what is, was a no, sorry, sorry. What was initially only surreal has become real. Virtually all institutions of our society have become woke. No one is writing to our rescue. We are on our own. If anyone is going to rescue us, it must be us. Per the line from the 1985 film Goonies, this is our time. In the American understanding, revolution is not illegal. To the contrary, revolution, revolution is obligatory. Consult the sentence in the second paragraph of the Declaration of Independence, which reads, But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object and evinces a designed to reduce them to, uh, under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government and provide new guards for their future security. Emphasis added, it is their duty. It is important to understand that the term revolution need not dem- denote violence or lawlessness. <coughs> the term denotes a change in the locus of political power. A rebellion is a breach of the law, but a revolution is not per se a rebellion. Acting to restore the republic to law is not a rebellion. Now here's the uh, money shot of this article here. Here are a few examples of nonviolent revolutionary actions that citizens can effectively take in pursuit of restoration of law. One, extract children from public schools and either homeschool them or send them to a non-leftist private schools. And in order to do that, you're going to need some extra income. So go ahead and click on the link to Bitget. Go to um, Uphold first and also go to uh, NordVPN first. I won't say why exactly, but you'll figure it out. Number two, teach children the truth about God, God's moral law, and sin. We all need God as our, as our guide, as our standard of perfect good. Otherwise, everything else is maleable, it's relative, and there's no foundation for us to um really work on. Number three, teach children the truth about sex and the requirement of righteous sexuality for civilization. So raise your sons up not to be simp's. Teach them the proper relationship between men and women. You know that has been the first and second way of. Fem- versions of feminism have been a net positive, but third and fourth wave feminism have been downright evil. They have twisted the meanings of what it means to be a woman, what it means to be a man, and the uh, the, ob- the responsibilities that men and women have toward each other. I, I recommend that you read the um, letters of Paul in the New Testament regarding marriage, like First Corinthians and probably Second Corinthians too. You know, men have not have are you know required to um take the lead in the family. Husband, you know, wives have you know. It's probably best for a woman to um let the man call the shots, but in return, it's the man's responsibility to um put the woman's well being ahead of his own. A man and woman ha- actually have to submit to each other. That's a very profound message in the Bible that doesn't get talked a lot. It kind of, you know, all the naysayers kind of like look, try to admit that insight. Number four, teach children about the value of family. Number five, start each day praying with the children and thank God for existence, life, liberty, and property. And number six, hire math and English tutors for the children. In accordance with this line of thinking, you can establish your own legal, nonviolent, revolutionary acts. Going forward from there, it might be instructive to note how swiftly wokeism took over. As a metric of this rapidity, consider that Washington State, a screaming blue state today, became such only recently. A mere 46 years ago, they say 36, but their math is wrong, in 1977, the Washington Supreme Court upheld the Tacoma School District's 1972 decision to fire a teacher for immorality because the teacher was a homosexual. In reaching its, its decision, the court cited the Catholic Encyclopedia a support of the court's conclusion that homosexuality is immoral. The court rejected the teacher's defense that Washington State had decriminalized homosexuality in 1976. The court ruled that although homosexuality was no longer a crime in Washington State, it was nevertheless still immoral. Fast forward 46 years later, and two public schools in Seattle are offering students dangerous hormones to alter their secondary sexual characteristics and doing so without parental consent, as Reverend ML K- Martin Luther King once remarked, paraphrasing C.S. Lewis, "Sometimes, move forward, we have to go back." And it's really good. It's going to be really good to study history and figure out how people survived before t- you know today's modern technology. Yeah, you, know, you can like go on YouTube and find all sorts of cool channels about food preservation, what the colonials the colonials did to. A, prepare food What the, the frontier what the pioneers on the frontier did how they how they um got along salt is a big deal um spices are a big deal you can look up you know all the preppers what they what they're doing i'm not saying shit's gonna hit the fan and society's gonna collapse because we need to we need to um engage in civilization but you know it's it's good to you know Watching proper, you know, videos and content is good to figure out a way to um, break free from the system and not be so dependent on it. And I promised in the title we would talk about Samson. And earlier, you know, Samson, his story, takes place in the book of Judges in the Bible. Judges was like very early in Israel's history, right after they had come out of bondage in Egypt and conquered the land, the land from the Canaanites. The book of Judges takes place before the days there was an established king of Israel. You know, the, the 12 tribes of Israel, the, the who were the descendants of Jacob's 12 sons, they were kind of like a loose confederacy of, of tribes. And they weren't always faithful to God's laws and did what God wanted them to do. So, in in chapter 2, the book explains God would actually send enemies, foreign enemies like the Philistines, and who else? the to actually attack Israel and drive them to um, hopefully incentivize the Israelites to uh, turn back to God and follow, you know, follow, follow his instructions. And God would raise up certain individuals called the judges to uh, lead, lead the resistance and fight back these enemies. Samson was one of those judges. He's like the most famous of the judges. And I think we've all heard the story of uh, how, how he was so strong. The uh, source of his strength was his hair. And how the Philistine, I don't know, seductress, spy agent Delilah, she seduced him. He 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 sent for her, and she she got him to sleep. He cut off she cut off her hair, and then Samson was imprisoned by the um, Philistines, and his his people were thus in danger. How did Samson? Get out of the situation and save Israel once again. He offered his life to God. There, he was, you know, he was in a cell or whatever rack or whatever chains he was bound to. He was he was utterly disgraced. He was humiliated by in front of Israel's enemies. He had no he had nothing else to do except offer his life to um you know to do the right thing to make up to make things right again. And God gave him strength again. The real source of his strength wasn't really his hair, it was God's Spirit or the Holy Spirit. So, once you know, Samson had strength back, he was able to bring down the uh, the palace or the temple that his enemies were holed up in and kill them all along with himself. He sacrificed himself. Now, I'm not saying we necessarily need to kill ourselves in order to, um, save America, you know, but we have to, you know, but we have to offer our lives and service to God. We, ha- we have to trust him. You know, I've heard testimony from personal friends of mine, a personal friend of mine, her name's Christina. She's very active in Cedar Rapids. She, you know, she was born with a, con- with, with a chronic heart condition And when she was, you know, at her lowest moment, she gave, you know, she offered her life to God in service, and all of a sudden her conditions disappeared. Like, look up Christina Glacken on social media. She can actually point you to the doctors who examined her and said, yeah, this really happened. I mean, miracles happen even today. So, what you gotta do is put trust in something other than yourself. Other than this world, in order to make the world better again, so God communicates to us through inspiration, through empowerment. You know, the Holy Spirit. When you're in the zone, when you're in that kingdom of God mindset, it's like it's actually a really warm, you know, gentle feeling inside your body, inside the core of your being, and you get in the zone some people might say, oh, that's serotonin. But, you know, maybe that's, you know, God's method of actually activating that. So, in order to um find solutions to our predicament, pray, find a church that actually deals with the idea of grace and God's law working together and try to find a way to um make yourself economically independent. Make use of Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, and the resources in the description. I'm not just doing this to promote, you know, you know, my own business. I'm doing this for um the benefit of everyone who listens to me. So with that, I'll let you go. I'm a houseman, letting you know that it's okay to stand up for yourself. Have a good one.